Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. It's Bud Pod 207. 207. Um, uh, uh, this is always the hardest, and I've said heaven way too much. <laughs> and there's nothing. Uh, uh, 207. My pants are inclevened. Uh, inclevened <laughs> is a new word. Inclevened, yeah. I've made up. That what does it means, mean? Um, uh, creased, inclevened. So, a cle- so it's like they have been clev. It's like a cleave. They've been end, end or done to in such a way that it creates the impression of cleaving. They've been that's cloven. It. That's it. That's it. The grooves. Ha- it appears as if grooves have been cle- cleaved into the fabric. I've only just made the connection between that and cloven hoofed. Cleave, cloven. Ah, a hoof that's been cleaved in twain. What about a clover? But that would be three. Could it be? No, but but each leaf has a cleave in the middle, isn't it? Ooh, yeah. Like oh, that maybe that's it. But then where does that come from? Uh, the never-ending uh, fond of etymology. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, listeners, we are recording this on Monday the something. 27th? 27th, yeah. Yeah, we've just done the first week of Wang on tour. Yes, we got back yesterday from Brighton, a fantastic mm, show in Brighton. Really nice. Um, thank you to all who came to Brighton, but also all to ca- who came to Oxford yep. and Yeovil. Yes. And Exeter. Exeter, where, where we started. Mm-hmm. It's been a beautiful time. It's been a tremendous time. Beautiful time, wonderful people. Um, yeah, really fun show. And Pierre has been doing the opening um, set on the ha- on the first half. Yep, my job to get down there with my clamps. Um, it's been Prize great. everyone open. A few uh, pod buds in the Brighton audience yesterday. Mm-hmm. Some kojis. Yeah. Um, hello to anyone who who was too afraid to koji <laughs> as well. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there were some, but it's been brilliant fun traveling around, back on tour again. It's been a while seeing this, yeah. these wonderful set dials. <laughs> and soon um, we've got Cambridge. This week, Cambridge, Nottingham, Durham, Glasgow. Up the country in the straight line, basically. Glasgow. Uh, uh, there are few. There, there's still a few tickets left for Cambridge, Nottingham, and Durham, although not many left. So, if but if you're around, do check out. Um, those dates on my website. Yeah. Um, Glasgow is far from sold out. <laughs> it's in a very, it's in the biggest room I've done in Glasgow and it's too big. It's so big. <laughs> it's so big. Yeah. So if you live in Glasgow and you're around this Sunday, please do come to the show at the King's Theatre. Big room. Big. I wonder if, 
Yeah, Scotland's media is so separate, more than people in England think. You know? Yes, 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 yes. They've yes. got so many of their own great comedy shows and stuff. It is, so. a, diff- it is a separate but similar culture. Yeah. Like uh, Still Game and all that, you know? Yeah, it's great show. and stuff. And Limmy. Yeah. Um, but so come along, Glasgow. We'll try, to, we'll try to learn some local slang. We've got a bit of it from Limmy. <laughs> Weens. Weens. Um, that's about it really <laughs> that's about it Weens yeah. is the main thing you need to know <laughs> and whether or not they've been turned against you well when I when I was when I lived with Ian Sterling I would say things like Raj and Barry and things like that did you, you know? start to say juice instead of soft oh instead of pop <laughs> pop or soft drinks yeah coke yeah get some juice yeah that's the weirdest one to me the idea of just calling all of it juice yeah all soft drinks juice yeah I mean it's not a great indication <laughs> <laughs> of a nation's diet i don't think <laughs> but charming nonetheless yeah um uh well scotland has a new leader yes hamza yusuf hamza yusuf yes the uk and scotland have gone double british asian that's true i'll yeah i didn't i didn't clock that has scotland had a non-white first minister before never ever wow ever wow i don't gosh. even know who it was before salmon the brit so Mark Drayford in Wales is the only white leader in Britain. He is the filling. He's a token white first minister. He's the filling of a of a sandwich of diversity. <laughs> he's the mayonnaise. Gosh, how about that? Yeah. I mean, Come on, Wales. And hey, look, <laughs> I, I'm I'm no fan of the Conservative government. I'm no fan of the SNP. But it says a lot about where our country is, especially in relation to our our neighbours who try and claim that they're the liberal ones because of Brexit. Though we know it's 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 amazing. It's amazing to have the leader of Scotland and of the United Kingdom. Oh yeah, as Asian men. I mean, I I do think like the the UK is the most successful multicultural country in Western Europe. Big claim. What what other country would would have such diversity at the top level? Not just prime minister, but cabinet level, first minister of Scotland. It's true. It's true. And not flip the fuck out about it. Yeah, people like to talk about Scandinavia in these terms, but mm, I mean, they've got strong social welfare systems. But yeah, that doesn't mean that they exactly. Yeah, you look at Sweden. <laughs> one of their most one of their main parties is one that was set up by an SS veteran. What really? Yeah. Oh my god. This is the thing. People go, oh, they're so great. And you go, really? Have you looked into any of these guys? Do you know what those tattoos mean? Wow. <laughs> you know. Gosh, yeah. yeah. And you've got Geert Wilders in, in the Netherlands and, and Marine, Marine Le Pen. Le Pen. People, are, people in France are like, I don't, I, I don't want to work until I'm 63 so much yeah. that I will vote for a Nazi yeah. if she promises not to. Um... Every French election is, don't, don't make us vote for the Nazi. We'll do it. We'll do it. We'll, we'll do, do it. it. I'll heil. <laughs> if you try and raise the pension aids, I swear to God, I will stomp my feet and I'll hile. We will do it. You know, I'll scream and scream until I get what I want. That um, it's not Veruca Salt. It's like another comedy character. I'll scream and scream until I get what I want. No, I don't know. Like what a spoiled little kid with ribbons in their hair. Right, right, right. That, but like I'll hile and I'll hile until you <laughs> and I'll until blow you, this house down until you let me retire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Paris is on fire. Um, you had to cancel a visit from the king, which is very 1700s. <laughs> yeah, the king wouldn't, wouldn't go. He's like, uh, this, 
is rarely a good indication for my kind. Yeah, the last time this sort of thing happened, it was bad for kings. Bad for kings in France. How tall is Prince Charles? Is he a short king? Oh, literally a short king. Is I'm going to look this up. I don't. Uh, Please in, look it up while I, I noisily in, address my microphone. If you're listening my, to this while you're driving, this is not a mechanical error with your car, okay? In my head, he's tall, but is that our old friend? Halo effect. Is Prince that Charles. our old friend, Monkey Brain, saying that. Man in charge must be tall. Oh, he's decent. Five foot ten. Okay. Bang down the middle, I guess. Bang down the middle? The UK is five foot eight average for males? Mm, give it a look. Give it a look. I'm going to say five nine. Wow. UK. Now, at least half of our listeners will be absolutely wrapped at this point. Yeah, yeah, UK yeah. UK man average height. Now, you, Phil, are a surprise tally. The average is five foot ten. Oh, wow. So he's the king of the people. Wow, average king. Average king. He's an average king. Um, you're a surprise tallie, Phil. People can't stop talking about how surprised they are, how tall you are. Every, it will never end. Every time people meet me in person, they go, wow, you're a lot taller than I think. I get told that about you when people see photos of us standing next to each other. <laughs> like the photos from Lesotho. Yeah. People are like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And I wrote, I wrote about this in my book. I think it is in no small part because I'm East Asian. Yeah. You can see that people are just like, wow, I didn't expect you to be tall because... Of your glasses, you can see them worry. Because presumably, at that point, they've, <laughs> they've not met you either. Or How do you they, mean? Like when they say I'm tall because they've seen a photo of me next to you. No, they've met me. Oh, okay. So enough. they've met me, but they, and they know that we do a podcast, but they don't. They, they they've never seen us in the same room, as it were. I see. I see. I see. Yeah, but you, I like watching honkies panic when they tell you that they're surprised that you're tall, and yeah. then they try and think of a way to say why, and then they just don't. I don't think it even occurs to them that that's why they, they think that. I don't know. Maybe not. But I think it does. On, I, an, on an unconscious level, it's definitely why. Yeah. It's also because as a stand-up, you're, always, you're usually the only person on stage or you're on a panel and you're sat down. So people really have no clue how tall you are. Yeah. Like Richard Osman, people are surprised. But they're surprised because he's massive. He's even taller than you. You already know he's tall, but he's even taller. Greg Davies is like that. I know yeah. Greg is big. But still, every time I'm, I'm, I see him in real life, I'm like, fuck! His forearm is like a leg. Oh, he's a big old lad. He's not just tall, he's big. Yeah. He's like a giant. Yeah. In the mythical sense. Yeah, he's really enormous. I find it, and I'm saying this as a big guy, mm. I find it funny when a big guy has delicate knowledge. <laughs> what, what, what's, the, what's delicate knowledge? Delicate knowledge or delicate skills. What is that? Like... When you look at Greg, he's such a big giant man yeah. that you just think, well, you mainly push over people's huts. <laughs> yeah. You know, you attack villages and stuff. You're a or, berserker. You're a berserker. You're brought to the forefront of the army to frighten the, you know. Yeah. And then it's when someone that massive, like, quotes a poem. Right. Do you see what I mean? Right. But Greg doesn't, I don't think Greg Greed does that sort of thing. Well, he's got a career in the fucking arts. Yeah. He was but, a drama teacher. But it, among the arts, it is it is one of the more aggressive. Sure. But we can all be the tallest dwarf, but <laughs> the most aggressive form of performing art and spoken word. Sure. But. Well, there's the thing. And, you know, Alex Horn is called Little Alex Horn on Taskmaster. Alex is a tall guy. He's 6'4". Yeah, he's a he's a tall dude. Yeah. And he, but he looks tiny next to Greg. Uh, something interesting I found out. And this happens with my our friend Matt, who is mm. very tall and taller yes. than me. Matt is tall. Is when I am with Matt, I become very childish in a sort of giddy way. Yeah. <laughs> and when I'm next to Greg, I become childish in a sort of frightened way. Yeah. And it's because I think this is some armchair, some armchair 
um, uh, psychology. Uh. I think it's because the last time anyone was taller than me was when I was a child. I think this is right, yeah. Yeah, it's very rare that I meet someone taller than me. And so I get a bit sort of childish. It's a thrill. Yeah. It feels great. Yeah. When I, if I, on the very few occasions in my life where I've been stood next to one, two, or even three people as tall or taller than me, I've sort of thought, this is what it would be like to be a kind of slightly below average height, underestimated guy. <laughs> I still remember the glee in your face when you, we, were, we had a, a party when we were students in Edinburgh <laughs> yeah, and yeah. Tom Davis yes, turned up. Big Tom. The enormous Tom Davis. Ah. Oh, and and I, you, I was your like, eyes lit up. Oh, man. Yeah. I completely. I ge- genuinely, when it comes to like that stuff and height, my instincts are the instincts of like an orc. <laughs> genuinely, yeah. he came in and I was like, oh, a leader. <laughs> the, yeah, We've the, got a the, new leader. The, the king has returned is when like Lionheart returns in Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fal de ray like I'm dancing around. <laughs> pointing at the guy who's six foot five. Uh, King John, your reign is over. <laughs> Lamentable evil. Uh, no, I was delighted because it means that, like, because when I'm standing in a crowd or a group, especially at like a house party and it, like you're all in the living room crowded in, you are just like this weird lighthouse man. And like while people are talking to you, you have to either stoop down to hear them because it's so loud, or you just stand up straight and hear nothing and just kind of scan yeah. for threats. Like yeah. your security. The stooping is one of the downsides of being tall. Yeah, whereas when, when Tom w- was there, I was just like, this is great. <laughs> if I'm ever bored of stooping, I could just look at this guy. Yeah. He's right over there. <laughs> <laughs> like a lighthouse on the other side of the bay. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, you could each light fires on the tops of your heads as like beacons. <laughs> to get Gondor yeah. to come. Yeah. No, I was delighted. But that's why like, I also find Tom really funny and interesting to talk to because whenever he'll say something like, like I say, delicate knowledge. Yes. Because in my head, these guys should all just be playing rugby and fighting in a big trench. Yeah. I mean, that's what nature made them for. Yeah. And I include myself in that to an extent. So I, that's why I understand that it's weird when some, for some people when I say... Oh, yes, you know, I sometimes I, 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 I've just been reading The Wasteland. <laughs> right. T.S. Eliot. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know, I paint. Yeah. You see people paint well, with, with the blood of your enemies. <laughs> There's a line that um, Frankie Boyle said about Dario Brian once in one of his books, mm. which is that Dario Brian is built like such a massive fucking Irish farmer. Yeah. Because he's like 6'4". Yeah. With like a massive head and shoulders. Like yeah. he's big. And so he says something like, he looks like he should be carrying a pig under each arm. <laughs> yes. But he's got the, what was the, the phrasing was something like, but he's got the sparkling, witty mind of a French courtesan. <laughs> and I thought that's exactly it. That's what's funny. The contrast is itself very funny. Yeah. Yeah. This enormous agricultural person just being like, well, I think you'll find. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's great. And really loving video games and yeah. <laughs> physics. Yeah. And physics. Yeah. 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 Totally. Mm. I think that's funny. Yeah. Now we, you and I were talking about uh, when people are dressed as goths. There was we saw some goths in Brighton, or some gothic people walking around. Oh yes, there were goths in Brighton. They're still there. They're surviving. Yeah. There are there are goths remaining. They live in Brighton. There's a few breeding pairs left in the wild. <laughs> and they do always come in pairs. They do come in pairs. Yeah. They're- I've never seen a mixed like goth non goth couple. I don't think. No, we we yeah, that would be funny. A, a guy dressed like Ned Flanders, and then someone dressed like um, <laughs> sort of nineteen eighties, like uh, new romantics, sort of the Cure kind of goth. 
I mean, they're it's kind of they're kind of bigoted in a way. They don't they don't they don't marry outside of. They the, don't the, like the to mix. No, the goths. No, they'll mix with adjacent um, vibes. Skater, rocker. Yeah, Metal. rocker, skater, metalhead. Um, there has Emo. to be a ch- whoever they're with has to have a chain somewhere. They've got to be wearing a non-standard jacket. Yeah, and not blue jeans. And not blue jeans. Ideally. Yes. And ideally something stitched, a badge stitched into Uh some part of their their outfit. Visible tattoos would help. Mm, 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 mm. The only time that blue jeans are getting tolerated is if we're getting pretty bikery on the upper half. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's counterculture, but in a mm, more supplicant way. Yes. Yes. And... and not supplicant. I don't mean supplicant. <clears throat> what do I mean? Like low status. Low status. Yes. Less it. Low status anti-establishment. Okay. Yeah, Whereas yeah. like the, the hell's agent, a, the hell's agents. The hell's agents. Yeah. <laughs> the hell's angels. <laughs> you can start that. Uh, the hell's agents. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the hell's angels are high status anti-establishment. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They're they're um they're a come and get us anti-establishment. Yeah. Whereas gods are leave us alone anti-establishment. Yeah. But they're still surviving in Brighton, despite the, the pressure of, of gentrification. Yeah. They're sneaking around, breeding. A, a couple of corners. goths have been built over, which was sad to see. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goths that we remembered being there from years ago. Torn on, down. <laughs> torn down. And are now a, um, <laughs> a Rick uh, uh, Stein's yeah. restaurant. <laughs> yeah, it's very sad to see, but, you know, life moves on. But we were saying that it's difficult to imagine an athletic goth. Yes, like because they're either thin or big. Because we we've known like athletic nerds. Yes, and they tend to do bouldering, bouldering, acrobatic, or like one of those niche but very difficult sports like hill running, fell mm, running, mm-hmm. Fri- ultimate frisbee. Yes, um, it's active, but it's not good to watch. No, that's that's the, the nerd sport. No, yeah, and and to do well at it, it's got it's sort of got some fiddly, slightly nerd aspect. Yeah, yeah, um, but I don't know what I'd do if I saw a goth with biceps. Uh, no, do you know it, what I mean? I, I'm being, I'm upset just thinking about it. Yeah, then you sort of go. I think you're a, just a depressed biker. <laughs> a goth with biceps yeah. is a depressed biker. Sting, the wrestler, is the only strong goth. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you remember Sting? No. <gasps> you don't know Sting that you'll recognize him. Look up Sting. Okay. Sting, Sting Wrestling. Sting the Wrestler. He's one of the, he's a legend. I don't he, know if he's a legend. Hey, come on. <laughs> he is a legend. He What's had good about black him? and white. He had some he was just very moody and had some great finishing oh, moves. Oh, the kind of like um He looks like horror the face crow. Guy. He looks like the crow. Yeah, horror face guy or like what do you call it? The metal bands have Kiss. a name for it. Uh, it's no. kind of like it is a kind of kissy kind of face paint, isn't it? No, it's got a name like horror face or death face. Or right. It's 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 like black metal from like Norway. You right. Know, it's that shit. His finishing moves were sort of reverse DDT that was really good, and um, uh, it's it's sharpshooter, the sharpshooter, but he uses right leg instead of yeah. his left, and he put his leg through it. What was it called? What's the special name of Sting's sharpshooter? I do apologize. Well, actually, I don't apologize for how how much more wrestling I talk about <laughs> these days. 
<laughs> oh, corpse paint. That's what it's called. Ah, it's called corpse paint. Um, the scorpion deathlock. The yeah. scorpion deathlock. Okay, so he's a, he's the only strong goth. But um, now, hang on. Was he sad? Yeah, he always looked very sad. But well, that was the corpse paint, right? Yeah. But was he like going in the ring, being like, "What's the point in wrestling? <laughs> I don't like wrestling." No. He, he, or was he, he really like acidic goth, like? Paul, like Robert uh, Smith from The Cure. Oh, yeah? You like wrestling? I was literally thinking of, of that guy. Is, yeah. that, is that good? Do you think this is fun? Do you think this is clever? Yeah, Robert Smith, but less Stuart Lee. Yeah, they're quite similar. They're very actually. similar. They talk very similarly. Yeah, is that good, is it? Yeah. yeah. Although Robert Smith seems to talk in a more blokey way. Yeah, right. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> so like that, as opposed to Stuart Lee, who still has quite a formal... Like, he hates people saying things like mate. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I can sure. imagine Robert Smith saying mate. Yeah. Yeah, but even, even him saying mate would, would feel a little sarcastic, I think. Yeah, it would, but he'd be able to pull, he'd say it. Sure. Oh, yeah, mate. Yeah. But, yeah, so Sting is the strongest goth, but he's getting old now. Who's going to take, take on the mantle of strongest goth? Strongest goth. Maybe it is Robert Smith. Yeah. He's a big be. fella. Yeah. Gosh. That's what I mean. You have to be big or, or tiny. To be a goth? Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying. Imagine if I was a goth. It just, it wouldn't work at all. It'd be very funny. It'd be very funny. It'd be really funny if you became a goth now. Yeah. I would love to see how our management pivoted it. <laughs> I think they'd resist it first. <laughs> I think they'd resist it for a while. <laughs> oh, I would love to have like that recordings of those meetings. A sit down meeting with sit me in meeting. full in full garb, in full emo garb. Yeah. But they're talking to you like concerned parents. Yeah. Now Philip, you've been acting out a lot recently. <laughs> dressing like this. Being all surly in interviews. We only have your best interest at heart. Um has there been a goth on Taskmaster? That would be a good thing to dress as. Noel Fielding? Is he a goth? Ooh, he may be. He's a bit whimsical. He's a whimsical goth. He's an honorary goth. Yeah. But it would be funny if someone... Because John Kearns was on. Yeah. And is now on tour. Yeah. But he wasn't on, on stage as a comedian. He wears a wig and teeth. Yeah. But he wasn't doing that in Taskmaster. No. But it would be funny if a comedian who was themselves on stage dressed as a goth just for Taskmaster. <laughs> Full yeah, not, not in the tasks in the studio. For all of it. All of it, okay. Black wig, white face paint. <laughs> It'd be such a waste. It would Could be you so be funny a goth though. comedian? Because if you're a comedian, you've sort of given up on the whole... That, that the idea that happiness is uh, not to be desired, or undi- undesirable. Jack D... With face paint on? Yeah, yeah. Could have been a goth comedian? Yeah. Andrew O'Neill? Ah, They're kind yes, of a goth. Yes, right. Um, but it's a bit more metal than that. Mm. But Jack D? Jack yeah. D done up like Robert Smith? Yeah, that would work. I'd love that. Yeah. Yeah, Jack D in like a mesh, um, you know, like a the, um, sexy vest? Vest top, yeah. The, the fishnet. Yes. The fishnet vest. Yeah, yeah, but all frowny. And sort of middle-aged. That'd be good. It'd be interesting. <laughs> yeah. Um, can Gothcom work? Can Gothcom work? 
we on tour we were discussing the merits of the various um service station takeaways oh yeah well on the way to which one was it was it on the way to oxford um no on the way to yeovil we stopped at a pizza express it had a pizza express in the service station in a service station sit down restaurant I had one of the heaviest pasta dishes of my life. It looked heavy. It was heavy. It was just, it was basically a bowl of cheese with some pasta <laughs> in it somewhere. That's what you want. Gosh, it was, it was tasty, but it was heavy. I wanted to sleep. The all game. Day. The, <laughs> the game for us and for Paul, the tour manager, is to try and figure out what foods you can have. Yeah. I've already told Paul... At what time? No consecutive days of KFC. Don't let me do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've warned him the way that, like, uh, a very old, like, rock star would warn... Yeah. ...the tour manager. Like, clear out the minibar. Yeah. You know, don't let any of these people, the following people backstage... Yeah. ...because they'll try and get me to drink. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like that for me, but... KFC. Zinger zinger meals. It's hard enough with me doing my KFC routine. Yeah, you have a KFC. We both mentioned KFC in our routines, <laughs> which I think is very telling. Yeah, you, you could see our eyes glaze over at those points, I think. What would be the... Gr- I, I, look, Alex Keeley, Ivo Graham, great comedians, friends of the podcast. Yes. Their love of those massive cardboard boxes of Krispy Kremes... I don't understand that. ...sickens me. Yeah. We're, we're, we're it not, sickens me. We're, not, we're salt boys, you and me. You and me are salt boys. Big yeah. ball of salt. Yeah, give us a hot bowl of salt and we're happy. I want some boiling hot salts. Sometimes I think, oh yeah, a little glazed donut would be quite nice actually. One, and then that's me done for the season. One, plain. Glazed, there's just a glazed sweet ones. Yeah. Yeah, lovely. Just the round ones. Yeah. Well, the filling is, I'm out. (laughs) Yeah. I hate it as well when it's not only is there a filling, but the filling is more than one thing. Mm. The filling is raspberry and vanilla. Ugh. Ooh, no, it doesn't Gee, happen. Gross. That's a lot. There's some complex fillings available out there, Phil. Yeah. And I don't like it when they have little, like, fruit topping. That's so gross. Because it just dries out in the cabinet. And yeah, then you have scab. this sort of mummified cranberry. Fruity scab. <laughs> it's a fruity scab. It's a fruity scab. It's a fruit that's crossed the picket line. <laughs> <laughs> to, 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 to work on the Krispy Kreme. It's a fruit that's going to get its legs broken. It doesn't fucking watch it. Um, and when they go, oh, there's chocolate filling, and you go, hey, no, there's not. <laughs> there's not, or the donut would cost seven pounds. What you mean is there is some gloop mm-hmm. that has been chocolate flavored in there. There's some sub Nutella gloop. Yeah, it's not even as good as Nutella. It's kind of custody. Mm. It's incredibly sweet. Mm. Yeah. Don't lie to me. Even the chocolate on the on the on the ones that are coated, it's never good. It's like it's the chocolate. That's been distilled from chocolate-flavored vapes. Yeah, yeah, it's got that kind of... I guess it's chocolate. Like Tesco Cola. I guess it's cola. Yeah, so just plain glazed ring. Mwah! And as for the donuts, I like. Um. We had a guy um, abandon an autograph pursuit. Oh, yes. There's a guy waiting to uh, for an autograph after the Brighton show. Yeah. And I guess my, we just took too long. But we didn't take that long. But I've never known an autograph hunter to just give up. <sighs> I mean, I mean, obviously, if the person's left, they give up. But if they've been told, yeah, they'll be out in a bit. 
Are they called hunters? Yeah. He's gone home hungry. Unless he's prolonged the hunt. Unless he's still hunting. He he's Maybe he went, this is too easy. Yeah, yeah. He was like a noble hunter. He was like, there's no sport in this. <laughs> I'll try to get the autograph into some really difficult situation where... You're already driving away. I'll pick up the trail tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> and the trail is just Googling your turn. <laughs> he's returned to his nest in London. <laughs> but I think he'll be out in the East Anglia soon at the Cambridge gig. He has yeah. to feed again, so he'll be out again soon. Return to his nest to digest these gigs, these laughs, <laughs> for a few days. But he'll have to feed again within the week. Before the, no, not within the, before the week is out. That's how they say. Um, yeah, very strange. Normally, they're the most persistent people on earth, those mm, guys. Mm, mm. I, I, and I, I admire the autograph hunter because it's, it's retro. It's not, you know, because now it's a selfie, yeah. which is fine. But it, um, what I'd like to know is when people take a selfie with someone they recognize from something, do they look at it again? I guess maybe they show someone once. They, they text it to one WhatsApp I, group. I would show... I've shown more than a few people my picture I took with Adam Buxton in 2015. That's true. And I've shown more than one person my picture of Russell Peters. Yeah. That is true. And Adam Buxton, to be fair. Yeah. I posted it. I posted it for love. (laughs) For the affection. For e-affection. For e-affection. Affection from the wires. Electronic affection. (laughs) Yeah, I've shown a few people that, but you're right. You only, you don't really, you probably shouldn't look at it too much. Um, do you have any autographs? Never mind selfies. Do I have any autographs? Yes, I have a framed um, autograph in, that's in Bath in, in my sort of teenage bedroom. Oh, yeah? That I got in my childhood from... Mickey Mouse? No, from two presenters of Disney Channel Asia. Oh, wow. Jen and... Azura, I think her name is Azura, and I because I I sent in at a one I was a winner on like one of the Tarzan competition or something. The what? Tarzan when when Disney's Tarzan came out, so the <laughs> Disney Channel in in Asia, Southeast Asia, right? It, it was kind of like an SMTV kind of thing, you know. They they were hosting with bits between, just playing you an episode of The Little Mermaid or whatever. Right, right. But they were the hosts, and there'd be competitions if a big new Disney movie came out to promote the the movie. And there was one about Tarzan, and okay. I think I had to send I had to send like a joke about Tarzan or a little story about Tarzan. I can't remember, but I sent one in, and I was one of the winners. And so I got a, some Tarzan merch, and I got a little postcard saying, "Congratulations, Phil! Enjoy the prizes." Signed, Jen and Azura, uh, and I still have it. I got some questions. Okay, what do you, was it a joke? I. Th- I think so. It was something about like Tarzan being smelly and dirty or something. Because <laughs> he didn't wash and he was in the, the, the jungle. Dear Disney Channel, <laughs> Tarzan is smelly and dirty. Yours sincerely. <laughs> what was I the look merch? forward to my prize. Yeah. I think it was a soundtrack on CD filled with the Phil Collins soundtrack. Oh, which okay. is a good, decent prize. There's good songs on that movie. Yeah. Uh, maybe a t shirt. Sure. That said, Tarzan stinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, whatever happened to those presenters that's my other question Jen I think Jen ended up doing a bit of 
modeling he was a handsome guy maybe i think he kept presenting azura well i looked at my friend the, uh, the malaysian comedian uh, jason leong yeah. did like a cobra something with azura oh really and i was like oh my god azura and she's like a, a mother now and stuff i was like oh wow really time flies and it was just yesterday you were telling her how much tarzan stinks i know and now she's a mum. azura that's it she's lovely um where is she now where is she now specifically oh there she is so that's her then and now oh okay she's yeah. very very sweet very like high I was energy not expecting her to have such big curly hair like they're from the 80s it's a humid country yeah <laughs> it's a very humid that's country. true that's yeah. true to be fair, <laughs> to yeah. be fair. everyone's got perms <laughs> yeah. that's true you grew up around constant perms <laughs> i don't want jen's up to now Jen. I mean, shout out if you guys, anyone out there remembers Jen and Azura from the Disney Channel Southeast Asia. There's got to be someone who does. Who's, I mean, I, and, you know, I'd, I'm just going to guess here, Phil. The people listening who do remember them, probably more initially your fans than mine. Yeah. Are there? Uh, yeah, um, yeah po- quite possibly. I would be very amused to find that I had a fan from Southeast Asia or Malaysia that was a fan of me first <laughs> and then you. Gosh, here he is. See, it's a guy. Well, May's just like, he's middle-aged. Well, not middle-aged, but getting he's there, just dude. a fun guy. Um, well, he's, he's, got, he's got he's got 1,500 Instagram followers. That doesn't seem like enough. Jen, he's now marketing content creator and presenter. Ex-Disney ex Channel Asia. It feels like you shouldn't be able to be on Disney Channel for somewhere as big as Asia and then ever live a normal life again. Well, I think they finished um, mm. that, that job before Instagram became a thing. I suppose so. But yeah. you still think the nostalgia could get them. Well, we don't have that kind of... We don't have that... Nostalgia culture. culture. We don't have the David Benson Phillips culture in Southeast yeah. Asia. <laughs> you know. It's one of the main ways that Southeast Asia... Did I call him David Benson Phillips? It's Dave, Dave Benson Phillips, right? Yeah, Dave Benson Phillips. <laughs> Dave Benson Phillips. Did you yeah. call him David? I called him David Benson Phillips. That makes because him sound... Because he's in trouble. <laughs> David Benson Phillips. That makes him sound more like a prime minister. Yeah, David Benson Phillips. Really of does. course, uh, Lord David Benson Phillips. <laughs> I like the idea that that's one of the reasons why Southeast Asia is more deprived than the UK. They just don't have this David Benson Phillips culture. No, they don't. They don't. Very few people at the elite universities in Singapore will be gunged <laughs> in Freshers' Week. And more's the pity. Yeah. And when you look at the economy, you can see what the effect <laughs> is at. Um, we should probably do some correspondence. Yes, we must. Yes, come. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both, 
in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Ring Okay, so some correspondence. Give it to me. Give it to me raw. Give it to me hot. Hot and raw. Hot and raw. It can be done. If you put a stake in a volcano, just for a second. Well, I guess the yeah the mid is the middle of the steak hotter. No, I guess you get it if warm you, and raw. Uh, yeah, well, if you superheated a piece of metal, that's how you do a great steak anyway. Like oh. Charred on the outside, pink in the middle. Right. I think anyway. Okay. It's from Thomas. Thomas, what you got f- from us? Mm? It's not from us. It's from mm. him. Mm. Hi, Phil and Pear. <laughs> that's good. The fruit or two things? The fruit. Okay. It'd be funny if he said, hi, Phil, and pear, and looked at my crotch. (laughs) My eyes are up here, Thomas. (laughs) I only discovered the podcast a few weeks ago, but I've already gorged myself up to episode 50. Wow. Physicians do not recommend. They do not, but well done. Well done, Thomas. At time of writing, you've just released 200. Okay, yes. Well, yeah, yeah, you won't hear your own words spoken back to you for hopefully some while now. Mm. Hopefully. I love finding new stuff. My ears pricked up hearing pea hair on Richard Herring. Who also says Skellington. Yes, I think it might be why I said Skellington. Oh, did he say Skellington? I think so. Ah. It's just fun to say. When he mentioned about the podcast and its toiletry tone, Pooh is just funny. I hit play and never look back. <laughs> it's taken over my life. Oh, good. And I've been hounding <laughs> friends and work colleagues to start listening, to save them from me farting out stories in their direction, like the I fucked a dog, dog tube weirdo. Gosh, was that as early as the first 50 episodes? Mm-hmm. Wow. That was soon. Don't worry, I won't stop until, uh, at the very least, they lie to me about listening just to shut me up. (laughs) That's good. Yeah. I digress. I have a tale about my first experience in a strip bar many years ago while I was still a student. Gosh, okay. Mm. I've never been to a strip bar. I have been to one. Really? Yeah. It's weird. Hmm. Did you enjoy it? Not really. Because it's not, like, real. Yeah, this is it. If you went to a crazy party and everyone stripped off, you'd be like, what a crazy party. Yeah, how fun. But going to like the stripping off club, where it's just a, if you pay enough money, yeah. you just go, well, I, I know. Yeah. That's my feeling is, I know. I know if I pay enough money, things can happen to mm. me or to others. And for me, I guess... That's not the mystery to me. Mm. The mystery to me is, wow, this special event made people go so crazy. They got their bums out. <laughs> Like if you went to a house party and people were jumping, skinny party. dipping in the pool or something, you'd be like, wow, crazy and spontaneous. Yeah. Whereas if it was like, you can only come to the pool party if you strip off and cheer and jump in the, uh, naked at midnight. You'd be yeah. like, ugh. Yeah. No, no. Anyway. Okay. But we are listening to Thomas's strip club. <sighs> he says, it's not a flashy Perfect. city center peppermint elephant affair, but my small town podunk shithole. <laughs> podunk? Yeah. 
What's podunk? American uh, parody term for a fictional Midwestern nowhere town. Oh. It's like podunk Idaho. It might right. even be a real place. Right. I won't say which town, but will happily hint at it only being notable for a buffoonish ex-footballer being caught in the woods getting his willy out in a car park in an act of love called dogging. Oh, I don't think I know that story. Not me neither. But we can Google it. My friend at the time talked me into going, as it was the only place still open and serving beer within a walking distance. Yes. This is how they, this is how they get you. This is how you get started. See also casinos. Mm-hmm. We walk in, and I'm immediately greeted by an old school acquaintance who I never cared for. <laughs> Essentially a bully, in brackets. Uh. It's funny. Essentially a bully. So it's more complicated than that, actually. Mm. But essentially... Essentially, if you boil this down, sh- long short story short, b- bully. A bully. The easiest way we can explain this guy, who to my delight looked like total fucking shit. <laughs> that is always good when you see someone who's from school you don't like doing badly. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Who'd <laughs> uh, looked like total shit, and he told me all about how often he's in here for special services. What? Grim. Why would you offer that information up? They're proud of it. These people. They think oh, it's yeah, cool. Yeah, I get you. They think it makes them powerful. Um, I bet he. I bet he'd say like, uh, some of the ladies, you know, gave him dance, without charging. Because they like him. Yeah. Ugh. After getting away from him, a poor lady in her forties walks up to me and asks me if I'd be interested in a bed dance for twenty pounds, and I could follow her behind that curtain up yonder for this special treat. Twenty pounds. When I politely declined her offer, she screamed in my face like Arthur Shelby, Ugh. and in the same accent. Is that a guy from? Uh, I don't know Arthur, Arthur Shelby is. Isn't Arthur Shelby from um, fucking Peaky Blinders? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, is that helping yeah. us with the location? So it's Midlands. So it's the Midlands. Well, fuck off then! That's what she screamed in his face. Ugh. No, madam. Madam, please. Madam, please. This is a place of business. A place of work, a place of art. I said, okay, thank you. And off we fucked. <laughs> So that's his stripper story. Okay, yeah. Horrible. That's rough. The poo-poo tale starts off like any other normal working day. Okay. It's just funny. Not the weekend. <laughs> I was booked in with a nice lady and her elderly mother to view a one-bedroom flat. At oh, a okay. start agent, perhaps, Thomas mm-hmm. is. Okay. English wasn't the mother's first language, but they were polite and amicable. As we were about to exit the property, the bathroom located right next to the front door, the daughter asked if her mother could use the facilities. Okay. Not a request out of the ordinary, and like the pro I am, I had already checked the water was switched on from my own professional pee-pee past digressions on viewings. Say that again. It's not unusual. Yeah. And he's a pro. Yeah. So he'd already checked there was water. Okay. Because in the past, he'd pissed in waterless toilets. Okay. And there was no water. And there's no way to flush the pee yeah, away. fair enough. Very conscientious. Thomas is a pro. But before I could even answer, the old lady had scuttled off like a rat up a soil pipe into the delightful family bathroom with electric shower, bath, <laughs> and bidet. Like I said, I'm a pro. Myself and the daughter continued to politely chat by the front door. All was well, until the pissy seconds turned into poo-poo minutes. <laughs> <laughs> seconds turned to minutes, piss turned to poo. Yeah. <laughs> I like that a lot. And we could hear her dear mother struggling away, having... Struggling away like Harry having apocalyptic diarrhea in Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah. Just this awful scene. However, what I found most unnerving was the daughter not batting an eyelid while we talked about the local area and transport links. (laughs) Her her eyes dark and lifeless like a shark. (laughs) Hearing her own mum shitting through an eye of a needle. 
After what seemed like a lifetime, the toilet flushed, the door swung open, and the warm, thick air blasting my oh, nose. Oh, no. Bloody hell. On that, they said their goodbyes, and I and my nose was left to absorb what had just happened to me. The mother didn't take the flat in the end. It was all for nothing. <laughs> Not for her, it wasn't for nothing. No. She, for her, it avoided a trip to hospital. <laughs> This email ended up taking a few weeks to complete with work and a toddler to look after. I'm now up to episode 75. I'm obsessed. Wow. Wow, mid-email change. Uh, yeah, that's a first, That's surely. a first. That's yeah. like something from a film. I'm now 60 years old. <laughs> what is this, a Richard Linklater movie? Praise <laughs> redacted Koji, Tom, Pistorian, and spiritual founding father. Um, if you like the above, I'll send in my seminal fecal story, my Magnus Poopus. <laughs> Magnus Poopus. No, very excellent email. Thanks so very much, nice. Thomas, and thank you for joining the fold. Thank you for climbing into our folds. <laughs> um, but we must now, we must go now. away. We must now away to the estate agent viewing in the sky. Yes, the bonus, the bonus pod. The bonus pods. Um, once again, I am on tour. Just started on tour, UK and Ireland. That includes Dublin and 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 Belfast. FYI. Yes. Uh, so do go on philwang.co.uk for tickets and if you would please come on the 15th of June to see me in Leicester Square Theatre in London Mm -hmm. I would love that that would be wonderful but until next time Friday or next week love you a lot bye 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 get ahead of postage rate increases this year with stamps.com it's like your own personal post office sign up with promo code program for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale no long-term commitments or contracts that's stamps.com code program